I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Telegraph. The Telegraph. Podcasts. Hi, you're listening to Fashion Unzipped. I'm your host, Charlie Gowans-Eglinton, Senior Fashion Editor at The Telegraph. This week, we're going to be talking about race days and weddings and parties. Oh my! Joining me in the studio are Marianne Jones, Editor of Stella Magazine, and Caroline Leeper, Acting Senior Fashion Editor at The Telegraph. I'll also be hearing from Fennec's legendary millinery expert, Mr Tony, who'll be telling me about something called the turban mentality. But before we get to that, what events does everyone have in their diaries this summer? Marianne? I, well, because of my age, I've got more 50, 50 birthday parties <laughs> on than weddings. I mean, Ooh. I'm I'm heading to the uh, the old divorce parties, me, at my <laughs> So what do you wear to a divorce party, Marianne? Oh, no, I've not really <laughs> been to one. But I'm just saying, the older you get, quite refreshingly, the fewer weddings you have to go to. Because I always remember in my 30s, I think I must have spent my entire wage going to weddings and planning for weddings and, and, you know, buying shoes I'd never wear again. But for me now, I've entered into that sort of anniversary party, um, big birthday party. And um, and I suppose the stuff I like to wear is, is comfortable, usually floral, um, often with a flat because heels cripple me. Fair enough. I am... The opposite. I'm just coming into weddings and <laughs> friends getting married and all of that. So I was at one l- last Thursday and I went for a needle and thread dress, V nice, bit floral because it was a spring wedding. But um, yeah, lots ahead. So a couple more this summer. You've got one, haven't you, Charlie? Yes, but I quite a big one. So I'm going to be a maid of honour in October. I've been a bridesmaid twice before. I can't say I was a huge fan of either dress. It's not that they weren't nice dresses, if you're listening, Alice and Lucy. It's that that they didn't look great on me. So I've done like a strapless pale pink. This time round? No. Then? Oh, God, yeah, back then. So this was in my 20s. Yeah. Strapless pale pink, colour of my skin. (laughs) Only bridesmaid who wasn't either naturally very tanned or had hit the bottle Mm -hmm. um 
strapless as well just really mm. creates a nice crease of fat I find <laughs> just, and it's under strapless. the armpits under the armpits yeah. is a killer that little slight little tuck over you get yeah. there do you remember like, poor old Zara whose wedding was she at when she wore strapless and it really beautifully showed off her tan marks wonderful oh, I know we've all been there Zara <laughs> And the other was like a high-necked, like a sequined bodice, but then it cut away into like a sort of sporty racer. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, And that one was in Thailand, so it's like 36 degrees. So I was just sweating like I've never sweated before. Sequins in the heat aren't pretty. Hairspray all over my face, you know, as the makeup artists do when they hate you. (laughs) And, yeah, neither good. So I'm, I'm... not sure what to do about this one because I've been given free reign uh, and my friend actually the esteemed Frankie Gradden who was on the podcast last episode uh, who's getting married is you know she works in fashion so she's not going to be expecting necessarily a traditional bridesmaid dress so you can do what you like with any price yeah, is well, it we're not rent? actually. We've not discussed this actually. Frankie said something about paying for it, but I think that's weird because if I'm buying something that I want to wear again, mm. why should she pay for it? I don't know the etiquette of that. Actually, I always presumed you paid for your bridesmaid maid of honor's outfits, but then I if, paid for mine. Did you? Yeah. So what did yours wear, Caroline? They all had ghost dresses. Oh, nice. So they were like a pale blue kind of satiny, quite a slinky dress, and. On paper, many would say this was a scary dress to, to choose and to put lots of different people of different sizes well, and whatever silk in. can be a little bit terrifying. I know. And, and I also, as a size 14 myself, thought, when I saw it on the rack, I thought, oh, God, like, what is that going to look like on? So I tried on every dress that I was thinking about putting any of them in before putting it to them and seeing what the people thought and taking a vote. But um, when I tried this on, it was it was like double faced, so it was quite thick. So actually, it was quite quite flattering because it kind of did that thing where it sort of holds you in and just sort of skims over all the lumps rather than highlighting and clinging to them. So when I tried it on, I was like, oh, that actually looks all right on me. Then I thought, oh, actually, let's see what the others think. And then they all loved it, and it all worked out very well. Have you seen any of them actually wear it again? No, but. <laughs> To be fair, A, my wedding was only in September, so they haven't had a chance. chance. Right, yeah. They haven't had a chance. True. But one of them's talked about she's going to dye it navy and then use it as like a black tie dress anytime she wants it. I always say stuff like that. When you say, I'm going to dye it and wear it again, means you are not going to do either. (laughs) I can't even sew a button back on. I mean, (laughs) things just retire. I like the intention, okay? It made me feel good. (laughs) I believed her. Marianne. What did your bridesmaids wear? Well, I was going to say, at least they weren't put in. um, It was like a sort of orange. Um, Look, we're talking 1998 here, girls. We didn't have all of this stuff off the peg gorgeousness. I had to get them specially made. Okay, and you you especially went for orange. (laughs) Well, I thought, look, you're going to go with my bouquet because orange is my favourite colour, but it's a tricky Uh, colour to wear. So, of course, I wore cream and everyone else had to wear orange. And uh, you know what? The thing is, I had a little tiny flower girl, my my niece, Rosie. Hello, if you're listening. She's nearly 30 now. And, And my sister, who's older than me, and uh, so I had to get them to wear something that they would look both both look okay. And then I have to say, on the day they did look nice. It was all bias cut, 
based on ghost designs because I used to Very wear ghost nice. a lot back then because ghost is, has been going some years. Um, and it, let's say it, it looked good for 1998. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And have you had to wear any clangers as a bridesmaid, either of you? Well, I mean, I don't know about you, Caroline, but last time I was a bridesmaid, I was about 11, <laughs> and I looked like I was wearing a curtain. I was one more recently, but I had that exact same problem as you, where I had a pale pink that was the same colour as my skin. and But it had a diamante <laughs> shoulder. Ooh, so was that better So you worse? could tell that there was clothing on me. Oh dear, was it one-shouldered? It was one-shouldered. Oh. Oh. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you looked lovely, I Caroline. managed to not, I don't know how, dodge being a Cadbury purple one once. I, I wasn't, I, I thought I was going to be, but then I wasn't and that was great. And then I was also a bridesmaid in like a burgundy kind of colour, which was a bit like a t-shirt kind mm. of top. with A, a t-shirt top not, in burgundy? Yeah, it was. It Did was it work? Satin, Is the person listening? No, she won't be listening. Okay. <laughs> Marianne looks horrified. She's not. She's not listening. <laughs> oh dear! Was that one the end of a friendship? No, no, no. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so, what do you wear when you do get to pick, and you're going as a guest to a wedding? Like Caroline, what are you going to wear to your weddings this year? Okay, so the one that I went to the other day, oh yeah, I wore this needle and thread dress that was very flowery, maxi dress, which was great because it meant I didn't have to sort of worry about my le- getting my legs out and doing all that, you know, are you going to put a fake tan on it? Are you going to put a tight on it? No, none of that. Um, so that was great. And then I've got another one in the summer where I'm going to wear this sort of seffin Seffin Keffin. Is it Seffin Keffin? It's Seffin. Oh. So then I've got this Seffin dress, um, which is pink with like a red ribbon round it, and it's got a little red piping on it. And I'm going to wear that to this wedding that we're going to in July. Um, And then there's another wedding in September, which is in Tuscany. TBC, what to wear for that? But you young things that are going to weddings all the time, do you... Like in the age of the in, internet, of, of Instagram, to internet, of, of Instagram and all of that, do you feel you can rewear? Because when I was going to weddings in my twenties and thirties, I could get away with wearing the same thing, and my only worry was, are the same people going? But now, you have to post yourself, don't you? What do you do? I still only worry, are the same people going? Because yeah. I don't really put up outfit posts, and. If somebody sees me in the same dress, I mean, you just change your shoes and your bag, don't you? Mm. Maybe put your hair up or hair down. I agree. I would I'd definitely wear the same things again. And whenever I'm getting a new outfit for a wedding or something like that, with exception of the needle and thread dress, because I don't know how I'm going to style that, unless on holiday, which I probably would with flat sandals or whatever. But I always am thinking when I go shopping, how will I wear this thing again? And the answer is usually dress it down and wear it for work. <laughs> Yeah. Half the time, things that I wear in the summer, like skirts and stuff like that, are things that I've had for weddings in the past. Yeah. That's a nice skirt, and I'm wearing it with a T-shirt in the office instead of whatever fancy top it was on the day back then. The only thing I ever ask is, can I wear this for work? And if the answer's yes, I'll buy it for the occasion. Because I can't bear just wearing something. So what do you wear for, like, your big birthdays and everything, Marilyn? Oh, do you know what? Rixo. Yeah, I cannot tell you how many do's I've been to. I went to a 50th at the weekend, must have counted about six women in Rixo. Luckily, not the same dress. But that um, label just seemed to be a bit of a go-to now because it's so flattering, colourful and comfortable. 
that is sort of my uniform is a bit of a block healer where I've got three pairs of the same but different coloured Gucci marmont, marmont sandals. I copied you and bought the black ones, actually. <laughs> They're so useful. Inspired. Well, because you can walk in them and they've got a strap around the ankle, which is just, it looks like you've got enough height, but you can walk in them. And then just a variation of a sort of comfortable tea dress. That's me done. Which I'll then wear to work. We're quite lucky with our dress code at work, though. Mm. Not everyone could be wafting in. Only around our side. We're always walking the news in the floor. fashion corner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we do have to cross the news floor occasionally, though. And what a what a vision we are when we do. <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's, it's not just weddings and big birthdays and garden parties mm. and all that. Race days. Uh. Marianne, do you like a bit of horse racing? No, <laughs> I really, really don't. I absolutely enjoy. Um, watching it from afar yeah. as in you know looking at what everybody's wearing to ascot and an aintree but m- mostly because I, i've never worn a hat never ever N- never ever apart from a beanie in winter i will i can i this just sounds can't like bear a feature them. to me Marianne. i know i can't I, I don't know what to wear um at any sort of wedding I've ever been to, I've never, ever, ever worn a hat and it just freaks me out. Yeah, but I hate wearing a hat as well, but you've just got to get in there and actually it's quite fun. Because also, as soon as you get off the train in Ascot, everyone's got a giant hat on and you don't feel... I know, but I was just thinking, I don't know, it looks a bit comical, doesn't it? Yeah. It is comedy gold. It is. (laughs) So I thoroughly enjoy looking at it, but I just don't know if I'm, I'm a hat person. I mean, I don't think I'm a hat person either, but I think... Everyone can find a hat to suit them. You need to see Mr. Tony. We have got just the man for you. <gasps> What's Mr. Tony going to do? <laughs> so, Fennec. Um, <laughs> Fennec is the official millinery sponsor of Royal Ascot. And they have a millinery expert at Fennec. Uh, he's called Anthony, but even his name badge says Mr. Tony. He's Mr. Mr. Tony, Tony to his friends, and that he has many. Um, he's seen 1,500 women in a season to help them with their ascot hats and wedding hats, but predominantly ascot, I think. Yeah. And he is so dapper. He's very chic. Beautiful hands, which is, you know, crucial when he's, you know, adjusting your hair for you. Oh, he'll pop the hat on your head and tilt it at the right angle because apparently a lot of us do that wrong. He's, he's always there in a suit mm. and a printed shirt. He had a little... I went in to see him yesterday, actually, and he had a little uh, jewelled horse pin on he's very much in the ascot spirit although he never gets to go himself because so many women come in last minute to ask him about ascot hats has he never been to ascot he's been but he hasn't been in years he's not allowed out they should get him on ascot tv he'd be amazing and did he get you into a hat charlie oh well he tried many hats on me i had sort of forgot that i had planned that for yesterday and it was a monday and i had to be in the office at 8 a.m um so i was wearing a stripy t-shirt and blue jeans uh, and trainers. And which... a very posh hat. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt like I'd slightly let myself down. That's normally the joy of a podcast is that you can't see what I'm wearing. But obviously Mr. Tony could see me and it was throwing off everything. But it didn't stop him from putting me in some rather large hats. Did he? Marianne, listen closely. Uh, here's some of Mr. Tony's advice. My name's Anthony. Anthony. Uh, and I work for Fennec. And I work for Fennec for... I've been in Fenix since 2003, but I, I have been with HAT since 2005. And um, 
I love my clients. I love my job. And I love Fedik. Love, love hat. What is it about hats that you love? It's an individual. It's an art. It's something that makes every girl look a million dollars. This is your busiest time of year, I'm guessing. Correct. You had lots of women already coming in for their ascot hats. Yes. Uh, as soon as that Easter is over, ascot is start with us. Okay, so where do you start? So I'm going to Ascot on the Thursday, on Ladies' Day this year. Wonderful. Um, and How lucky are you? <laughs> I'm very lucky. So where would we start? I would suggest, personally, if you've never been to Ascot before, and, you know, make sure that you find out what the rules are, all the details and things like that. But for me, if you come to me, I would, the first question I would ask is, have you got a dress? So do you think dress first, then hat? Yes. In my experience, I can quite easily, mostly, fit you with the hat once you got the dress. The hat had to complement the dress, mm-hmm. not the other way around. So what are your rules for hat wearing? There are rules, but obviously there are exceptional as well. But, you know, the rules is a lot to do with common sense. If you're five foot nothing, and if you're gonna wear, if you're gonna not wear a lot of high heels, we're not gonna put you with a, a, a full brim hat because it's only just pushing you down. So if you want a big hat, and then what we do is we style you with something what we call half upturn. So you have one side on the hat, and the the the, the, the other side of the brim is upturned. Mm-hmm. So it gives you the sense of big hat but it gives you the sense of height as well. Now, I hear you're very strict about which side the hat slants down. For me, I prefer the girl to be on the right. Okay. But there, there are people, there are ladies, that, and there are certain hats that you can dress to the left. So well, what if that's the better side of your face, Mr. Tupi? Because none of us are symmetrical, really, are we? Yes, but I, <laughs> I, I, I would guarantee you that for me, if I dress you to the right, it look better. Okay. Do people? How strict do you have to be with people if they're choosing something that you know isn't right for them? I tell them. <laughs> I bet you do. I tell them. I tell them. You know that that that's not my first choice, and you know I give them the reason. I give them, you know, their, and then let them make a decision. And if, you know, if somebody is really know what they want to do or what they want to choose, and then fine, you know, but, you know, they need to be happy. The end, the end of the day is when they walk out of here, they need to be A, confident to wear that hat. B, they need to be comfortable. And C, they need to be chic. So tell me, what are the trends this season? The what trend you- this season is big. Big, <laughs> big hat, bow, lots and lots of colors, crazy color, like lemonade yellow, uh, turquoise, and it's a lot with uh, naturals as well, which is like flowers, like, you know, lots of birds and lots of natural animals and things like that. Do you try to always sell one-offs so that women don't, you know, walk into Royal Ascot and see another woman in the same... It depends how much you want to spend, you know. Obviously, if you want to go for the high end and then your chance is second to none, you yeah. know. If you want to go for something in the, in the middle and then, yes, you know, there is, there, 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 there is the chance of repeating things like that. But I have to say, 
in the last 11 years I've been here, and I never heard a customer come back and say, I've seen my hat somewhere. <laughs> but Ascot must be a very, very big place. So it's, it's, you know, and, you know, it's five days. Five days is, is, is a long time, you know. So uh, hopefully you don't bump into the same hat. But still, you know, if you bump into somebody the same hat, just think that your, your, your hat looks better. <laughs> now, one of my colleagues came in and you styled her in a turban. Bethan, do you remember short blonde bob? Yes. So we were doing a piece um, on what to wear to Ascot for the paper, and she did a big hat, but she also did like a little blush pink turban. That's right. Turban has actually made a comeback uh, from this year, and I mean in 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 general, I sell I sell casual turban to all our Middle Eastern uh, clients, but turban as a headdress has actually made a comeback this year. And people like Narita Freeman, that turquoise one, and she, are, she is one of the millionaires that really specialise in turban. And, and, and I have to say that we, we've sold a few. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but you have to have the right mentality to wear turban. Okay, and what is that mentality? Everything needs to be a little bit more fitted and funky. Okay. So, you know, like if you're going to wear a jumpsuit or something like that, or you're going to wear a, a, a two-piece suit and things like that. That's what I think anyway. Because if you're going to have a floral dress and you have a turban on, you know, it's a bit strange, <laughs> you know. So. Well, I think I've taken up enough of your valuable time. We've got customers kind of swooping around us Wonderful. looking for Mr. Tony's opinion. Wonderful. So thank you so much. My pleasure. <laughs> so. And good luck. And thank you very much. So, <laughs> so Charlie, are you going to go back to Mr. Tony when you're not in jeans and a t-shirt? Ugh, I did. I did feel like a scruff bag. I may do, although I don't really want to spend a lot of money on a hat. If I'm completely honest with you, but if you are going to tons of weddings and you like to wear hats, or you're going to Ascot every year, it's worth investing. But I haven't been in five or six years now, and I'm going back this year and I'm not really sure how to do it as an adult and I'm not sure if this is going to be a hat I need to wear again and again or actually if it's just going to be a once worn and then back in the cupboard can you wear it for work I could wear it for work Mara. <laughs> That's a question. I could if I wore a turban oh yeah ah, turbans are allowed now yeah I'm not sure how I feel about that there are some really bizarre hats that happen at Ascot and I know this is a this is the point because obviously at at a wedding, well, Mr. Tony was saying this, at a wedding, you're not supposed to outshadow the bride. At a race day, you're trying to outshadow everyone. Yeah. And that's the joy. But even in Fennec, where it's, they're very tasteful hats, there's yeah. nothing tacky. There was still some kind of quite out there. Mr. Tony shared a picture of himself wearing a butterfly sort of cascade. Oh, wonderful. He likes to try on the hats just to see how they feel on. Good so that he can Mr. really advise Tony. Yeah. yeah. Um, Theo tried on Theo's our podcast producer yeah. always silent always listening um, she tried on a classic hat that said Ascot in sort of little bobble letters so they sort of would move around as you moved and they were floral mm, yeah. couldn't re-wear that for anything else really could definitely you definitely not one for the office you could if you lived in <laughs> Ascot though <laughs> No? Sounds a bit like the sort oh, of thing... She, she's got a picture. Oh, oh she's she just see on the local roundabout. You that know, is subtle, that. <laughs> so, do you think classic is better? Yeah. How would you advise me, Caroline? You went last year. 
actually, one thing I did do, especially if you are looking for a cheaper hat, is I met this milliner recently called Kellen Cook, who um, has like an independent studio and she makes tiny, tiny hats. So ones that are, because your hat for Ascot has to be 10 centimetres diameter minimum and hers are 11 centimetres, but they're like little buttons. So if you didn't want to go for a full sale, you could have a little something going on. Um, and she'll match it to your colours if you want to do that. And they're about 35 quid, which in the world of millinery okay. and large hats is, is pretty uh, pretty reasonably priced. But yes, there are is this Is this a continuation of the... We've got tiny handbags, or a trend, maybe tiny hats. <laughs> so Marianne, has that tempted you? Are we going to get you into a hat? I don't know if you will get me into a hat, if I'm honest. You might get me into one of those little Alice band things, which I've been toying with, but I don't know whether I'm... I should never say this, because I don't think you're ever too old for anything, but I just wonder whether they are a little bit... The padded ones. Yeah, I don't know if... They always look great on colleagues. You always look really good in them, and Kate looks really good in them, my deputy, but I don't know if I can do it anymore. Mm. I do like a hair accessory, but it always looks better on someone else. I love them. But even a sort of slide or a little pearl thing, which looks exquisite on, on you lot, I don't know, it looks a bit try-hard on me. I don't know why. For the um, for the paper this week, we tried some unhats, didn't we, Charlie? So hat, things that, you know, you could wear as an alternative to a hat if you didn't like a hat. And I wore an enormous bow. And actually, <laughs> it was quite fun. It was beautiful, but... Poor oh, Caroline. Mini mouse. <laughs> you, you, you could tell I was in charge of organising this because I um, happened to not be asked to take part in the shoot by myself oh. because I didn't want to. Um, poor Caroline had to make her bow um, because I said not big enough. DIY I did. How big was it in the end? It was large. It was 30 centimetre wingspan. <laughs> <laughs> it looked fabulous on you. Thank there you. was varying levels of success. <laughs> I think Bethan tried a turban. And the turban itself is fabulous, but she felt, on reflection, that it was too close to her skin colour. Bright colour. Mm. I think that's the way forward. Yeah. I'm still not doing it. Listeners, keep your eyes peeled because, yeah. you know, force coming me. to a, an issue of Stella <laughs> soon, soon isn't me. Marianne, in forced into hat. An unhat. I could do an unhat. Yeah. <laughs> what if you got invited to the royal wedding and you had to wear a hat? That's never been a problem in the past, <laughs> but I'll have a think about that. <laughs> Should the next one happen and I get an invitation? Oh, what would the next know? one be? Yeah, no. Uh, I'll be in my nursing home. <laughs> Prince George? Yeah, exactly. Literally. <laughs> oh, no. no, Beatrice isn't married, married yet. Oh, oh yeah. no. Don't forget B. Oh, oh, I wouldn't mind going to B's. Awkward, awkward. Yeah, Fergie would be there. Yeah. Me. It's Fergie. fine. No judgment, B. I'm also single in my 30s. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Occasion where secret weapon spanks. Do we? Don't we? I do. I did at the wedding the other week and I ate so much food that by the end of the day they were really, <laughs> really, like, I thought they were going to burst. They were really oh, digging. No. It was did, you, did they have a wee hole or did you have to get them on and off? No, because it that's was a full <gasps> cycling short. So, so I had to go up do? and down every time. Wait, do you have to take your entire outfit off? No, no. I had like a dress. So I hooked the dress up. Then pull the cycling shorts This down. is now too then much information. Oh, you are. I know, I'm sorry. Like, it's, called, it's called fashion unzipped. 
zipped. Whatever, <laughs> to be fair. But ironically, there were no zips involved. <laughs> I don't understand why anyone would make spanks without a pee hole. Because the whole point is that getting into them is like wriggling yourself into a sausage skin. If you have to do that every time you need a wee, shocking. Especially once you've had a few... A few glasses of wine. A lot of glasses of wine. Well, which you tend to do at a wedding. I've never done a Spanx, but what I've um, got is this company, Is it, they're called Hope. They're absolutely brilliant. They've got these really thick um, kind of under underskirts with full slip. Uh-huh. And I've got one on now. In fact, I never, Ooh. ever, ever go anywhere without wearing a slip under um, a skirt and top or a dress. But are they like a bit of a sucky in slip? They're not suck. Well, they're, they're not spanky, mm. but they're, or spanksy, but are they, they are quite thick. So what they give is just a really nice kind of seamless look mm. and it makes me feel a, kind of safe in them. Mm. And they're really great and they've got them in all different colours. That also means if you're doing kind of a more inexpensive dress... Makes it look. It a makes it lot. look way more expensive. It, that is such a good tip. It because does. The problem is always if you're shopping on the high street. Yeah. Some of those dresses aren't lined. No. Or they're not like you know the fabrics are really lightweight and yeah. actually they look nice when you're standing still in the mirror. But as yeah. soon as you start to walk, you've got like a Adds nickel at line. At least a hundred quid to the price of the dress in my eyes. A nice tip. thick slip underneath. There oh. you go. You can have that. Thank you very much. <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> and what's in your handbag? For, like. When you're at a wedding or a race day or... SPF is mine. Really? Yeah. That's very good. Do you want those red faces? Lippy and a travel-sized perfume, usually, that's all. Lipstick and chewing gum. Yeah. In case I have garlic at the wedding. (laughs) This is some small handbags. (laughs) Actually, yeah, I never take a big bag. I never take a lot of stuff. Well, I think the culture of um, high heels has changed, though, because people used to take a change of shoes mm. but I would never wear a shoe now that I couldn't wear all night I'm with you that Absolutely. said there was one of those flip flop baskets at that, that <gasps> wedding I went to the other day which I didn't think was still a thing but they are and and at the end of the night I did partake I did, did you? I'm so sorry I, I can see the shock on your face is that Caroline, is that a basket of fit flops? Flip flops, yeah. Like you said, fit flops. Not fit flops. <laughs> yes, you can tone as you go <laughs> on the dance floor. Get your steps. Um, so you just you just get a, put a random flip flop on. Yeah. So they put like a basket out with a sign over it that says "Are your feet sore? Help yourself to these or whatever" in something fancier. Wow. Um, and and people whose whose heels are hurting yeah. um, go for nope. I'd be worried about verrucas, wouldn't you? I didn't have one at my wedding. No, they're new flip-flops. Yeah, but what if somebody's worn them, put them (gasps) back? They wouldn't do that. Also, men in flip-flops is like one of my greatest fears. So what if like the men started doing it? Oh, no, they're only in (laughs) flip-flops. They might. I can't see a man in flip-flops and not just want to throw up in a bucket. Why? Because of hairy toes. Oh, I don't know. There's something so wrong about it. It's way too intimate. (laughs) Put them away. Even women in flip-flops I'm not thrilled with. No. Dear. Thanks for joining me, guys. <laughs> Thank you for asking. Yeah, thanks for having us. Marianne, surely, though, we're going to be able to tempt you into a hat at Stella Live. Well, we have got a hat clinic going on uh, throughout the Friday and Saturday. So I think it's inevitable now that I'm going to have to go and try on various bits and pieces to see if something suits me. So I'll see you all at the hat stall. 
Yes, May 10th and 11th. You've yep. still got time to buy your tickets. Yep. It's at London's Saatchi Gallery. It is. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a blast. Come put a hat on. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you didn't think we'd be talking about Spank's pee holes when you downloaded this podcast. That's all we've got time for. To join the conversation, get in touch at unzipped at telegraph.co.uk or find me on Instagram and Twitter at Charlie Gowans. You can buy your tickets to Stella Live at stellalive.co.uk to meet the three of us in person and see Marianne try on the biggest hat I can find. And do please leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you to Jojo, who said that she likes our occasional meandering off subject. Personally, I don't know what she's talking about. We'll be back in a fortnight with a Royal Style special. We'll be talking about Megan's new mum look, Kate's style evolution, and throwing in a little bit of some of our other favourites too. Obviously, Bethan will be waxing lyrical on her mastermind subject, Princess Diana. Goodbye and good luck navigating those dress codes. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.